Last time on Gathering of the Ages. Everybody that has looked at the paper, I'm going to tell you the names. You guys ready? Piper Vilmarsh. We're about to cross the bridge. Do I want you to ask the dog? Yeah, I can talk to dogs. As soon as you enter the forest, it somehow manages to get even darker. You begin to dig a mud-caked burlap sack, skeletal remains. Kendra, we're home! Men! That is not appropriate! Our lovable half-orc has a nightmare. Suddenly, the hammer crashing down on your head. Hey there, this is Jess. I play as Lyra, and you're well on your way to another episode of Gathering of the Ages. First things first, I have shameless plugs to spit at you. Quick prelude to our shameless plugs, though. Hit up our website, where you can find photos, our Trilla's journal, listen to all the episodes, and then some. Uh, that's at wordpress.gatheringages.com, where you can also stumble on over to our email. It's at podcast.gatheringages.com. You can ask questions, give tips, share ideas, gain a chance to be featured on an episode of Behind the Curtain. Lastly, make sure you like our Facebook page, Gathering of the Ages. As a friendly reminder, May 30th lands on a Tuesday. Once we hit 50 likes, we will have our giveaway. That's at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And if you get a friend to like our Facebook page and they tell us that, you'll get another entry. And the whole cast will be there talking about all those fond memories we've had leading up to episode 10. And that's again at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We'd really like your interaction. So set yourself a reminder to join us. It's okay. So just uh, don't let me hold you back. Here's episode nine. Home is where the half-orc is. Welcome back to episode nine of the Gathering of the Ages, everybody. Hooray! Huzzah! Who stole my thing? <laughs> <laughs> that is my thing. It was Zachary. Yeah, but he he sells it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm just better. You're not allowed you. to talk. <laughs> Way more enthusiastic. So, I got some new books. Inspiration has struck. I feel like it's gonna be a good episode. I'm not. Better. What books might those be, Spencer? Oh, I got the horror adventure book from Paizo. Horror can... adventures now available at Paizo.com. <laughs> now available at Paizo.com. <laughs> 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 Don't let them hear that. Well, it was a little quiet. Let me do quiet. it again. It there we go. <laughs> no, we love Paizo. Last episode, we all just kind of, you know, we ended the day, and I feel like these nightmares are going to be kind of a cliche. Like, you guys just come to expect them now. So, we had another one. And poor Parade had his face smashed in. And when he woke up, his head was hurting. So that's, you know, middle of the night. Um, I think the nightmares running their course says more about, says less about the story and more about how unhinged some of our party is. Oh. <laughs> well, who's had a nightmare so far? Just the boys. Just right? the boys. See, the boys are unhinged. They're unhinged. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, are, everybody's seen something. In a sense, um, Lyra saw the thing on the tombstone, and then you, yeah, you Artrilla. Guys, mine was so quick, though. You guys didn't have nightmares. You just had waking hallucinations. <laughs> you're totally I'd say sound. you're a little more unhinged than we are. <laughs> We're just having bad dreams that happen to physically manifest themselves in the real world. <laughs> They're just having indigestion. They're just jealous. I think so, too. <laughs> I don't even think we need to reply. Just jealous that we're not crazy. <laughs> so... Per, you know, Parad has this nightmare. Um, what? How does Parad handle it? Is he? I feel like I feel like it wouldn't even phase him. I feel like he'd wake up and be like, "That was weird," and just go right back to sleep. Well, if he has <laughs> a headache, he's gonna be begging for painkillers <laughs> or the numb for some drugs <laughs> or whatever she. Does. The pesh. That is an unstan- unsubstantiated rumor. Whatever. Yeah, sure. You don't know that you I You yourself have said you need a bit of the pesh. Because I thought it was a drink. I didn't know it was a drug. It's cocaine. <laughs> I did not it's know Path that. It's Pathfinder cocaine. That gnomes make. Um, yes, I would have some of that, actually. Yeah. yeah. So do you get up in the middle of the night and go seek out the gnome? Look, Shorty, I know you've got the goods. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Are you when did Parad wake me up turn on Batman? Sleeping dog? <laughs> yeah. I'm a bird, birds. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Batman played by Liam Neeson. <laughs> Why is that not a movie yet? <laughs> right? Liam Neeson is Batman. Batman. <laughs> so, cool. you know, I feel like you guys were having these rough nights one after another. Like, who, who at this point... In your guys' heads, who is sleeping soundly and who is having a hard time sleeping at this point? I mean, it's been it's only been three days since you've been in this town, so it's I mean, it's up to you guys. Like, like I'm sleeping okay. You're I have sleeping the dog. Okay, yeah, next to the dog. Well, and I haven't had a nightmare, so yeah, I'm more scared during the day and watching for danger than at night. I'm mm-hmm. sleeping fine. Okay, and Lyra, yeah, where Le- you haven't had one? Yeah, Lyra sleeps pretty soundly. Okay, have any disturbing sleep? Uh, Min? Min has nightmares every night, so make of that what you will. (laughs) (laughs) So if he has nightmares every night, what made this one? I think this one was a little worse because it was was TikTok that was targeted in the nightmare. Have his nightmares been him? Uh, They're kind of just vague disasters that just he dreams about every night. Okay. Some of them are from the past. Some of them are just anxiety. Okay. Uh, Marcus, how's Marcus sleeping? He's a little, uh, he's, he doesn't normally have nightmares, so. Okay. He's a little perturbed. So he's kind of shaken? Is yeah. he shaken or is he just more, more anxious? Um, I, I wouldn't call it really either of those. I think it's, I don't know how to explain it, but if I, let's just go with anxious. Paranoid? Paranoid? Yeah, paranoid. Par- there there Thank okay. you. So he's paranoid. He's looking over his shoulder. Yeah, a little bit, just like. Does he feel like somebody's watching him? Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. And Parad, the latest victim of the nightmare trend, uh, you know, he woke up in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Is he, you know, does he go right back to sleep? What does he do? Uh, personally, I don't think. He would even wake up in the night. That's just not the kind of sleeper he is. He's really heavy. Okay. Um, he has Bessie as well. Very comforting. <laughs> he um, has what? Bessie. Bessie. The great axe. Oh, Bessie. Bessie. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot her name. <laughs> Whoa, Black Bessie. How rude. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, think, I don't think he's very disturbed by it in his sleep, but he's probably going to think about it when he wakes up. Okay. Interesting. Um, so Marcus being awake, is he doing anything or is it, is a candle burning or is he just like laying in the dark trying to get some sleep? I think he's got a candle burning and he's like just laying in his bed, just looking at the ceiling. Okay. And who was accusing who of being scared of the dark? <laughs> you do have a candle. Don't you got a nightlight on. It's not a nightlight. It's just because it's a candlelight. Same. He's thing. just laying, same looking at the thing. ceiling. He's he's not trying to sleep. He's just laying in his bed. Whatever. <laughs> Marcus is a chicken. She writes in her journal. <laughs> you don't know that. A big baby chicken. <laughs> that is an unsubstantiated rumor. How rude. <laughs> So, you know, the next the next morning happens. Uh, I I have another question for Marcus. Is Marcus like a like a like a window open sleeper? Yeah, actually. So he keeps the window open. Yeah. So in the middle of the night, while you while the window was open, uh, the rain you know the rain subsided eventually enough to the point where you could open the window, and there was still. You know, a pretty steady breeze coming through, and uh, and so during your preparation for the next day, I mean, you're probably up really early considering you you didn't sleep very well. So yeah. I I'd imagine you just kind of gave up. You just got sick of trying, and so you just, you just got up in the morning. Yeah, he's that last nightmare kind of messed with him, so he's not too keen on going back to sleep. But he he tries, but it just won't come. Okay, so you know he he gets up and he's he's walking around, um, presumably before the rest of you get up. 
and uh, he he's you know looking around his room, and eventually his eyes fall upon the journal of the professor, which the wind has blown open the the book, and Marcus just happens to go over to it to close it, and, and right before he closes the book, his eyes fall upon a specific journal entry. This journal entry catches him off guard because this journal entry is about him. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you guys something from the journal of Pet- Petros Lorimore. I am not a magical being in any sense of the word. I am a bit of a skeptic when it comes to the art in in quotations like he's making fun of it. The art of divination. I do not believe that one's destiny is set in stone and that one should be able to con- I do believe that one should be able to control their life and change things depending on their actions. I do believe that certain things such as death are inevitable, but every being, whether good or evil, possesses control over their lives. The people here in Ravengrove worship the deity Phorasma, who is the deity concerned with fate. I have had many an argument about the legitimacy of this deity, especially with the people here in Ravengrow. So he, Marcus is very put off by this. These people also put too much stock into the mystical deck of cards and allow themselves to be influenced by what is merely their own certain, their, their own personal psychology. He's just sitting there just like, why am I here again? <laughs> With all of this being said, I met a rather interesting man today. He called himself Marcus, and if I had just been passing through, I would have not even given him a second glance. However, through whatever circumstances led me to this point, I was introduced to him through a rather precarious situation. I was being cornered by two ruffians in the local tavern, where they demanded I give them all of my gold. Something about me must have stuck out to them, for I do not know what drew them to me. I was dressed very plainly and had been maintaining a low profile. I simply entered this tavern, known as the Foaming Jugs, to purchase... (laughs) You gotta say it again. The Foaming Jugs. (laughs) To purchase a bowl of something warm and filling. While being threatened by these two thugs, the mysterious man Marcus came to my aid and convinced them that I was the Jade Regent of all things. Marcus laughs at this. Yep, that's how it went. Reminiscing. Uh, He was very quick with his tongue and eventually convinced them that if I were to be harmed in any way, several hundred men would be willing to go to war on my behalf and, and then he puts this in quotes like it's a direct quote from Marcus, bring these two idiots to justice. (laughs) Only very few times before have I witnessed someone so intimidating through the power of speech. These men left myself and Marcus with not even so much as a scratch. Marcus saved my life and I am forever in his debt. I hope one day I will be able to repay him. I offered to buy Marcus a drink, which he graciously accepted, and began telling me his story. I will save this for another journal entry, because what impressed me most was yet to come. After drinking several large mugs of ale, Marcus proceeded to pull out a deck of cards, one that I was all too familiar with. On a whim, I agreed to let him give me a reading. What ensued was something I believed to be magical. He performed a harrow spread known as the path, a spread which allows a soul to see their purpose in life, as well as aspects in their past, present, and future. This reading, what Marcus did for me, was so accurate of my past and present, I am scared of what the cards foretold of my future. I do not know if he will remember this, for he was very drunk, but I am beginning (laughs) to see the reason so many people believe in the harrow. My skepticism surrounding the harrow has begun to wane, and for tonight, I believe that there is something special regarding this mysterious man, Marcus. It is like I said before, I have encountered enough individuals to believe I am an excellent judge of character. I do not know why I feel this way, but I believe Marcus has a fantastic journey ahead of him. He is a rather extraordinary individual, even if he might not be able to see it himself. And then the journal entry ends. <laughs> he's so touched. He's touched it. Yeah, he's do- he doesn't actually do that. <laughs> are, are you sure? Uh, I'm sure. So, it, you know, it's very, call it coincidental, uh, that you happen to find this journal, especially when you've been questioning 
your reason for being here. And, you know, what? so, so I, I want to get in your headspace for a second. What, uh, what is Marcus thinking after reading this? You know, is more than he seems. I wonder more than ever why I am here. I wonder if anyone's gotten that... that, uh, spirit planchette. So are you... Yeah, he... he goes, like, he immediately, like, after he's done and he thinks that to himself, he claps the book shut and he goes to find that spirit planchette. Does, does it... did you guys... anybody have it in their inventory, or...? Min has it. I think Min's done. So Min has it in his room. Yep. Okay. Is he doing anything with it, or did he just is take it? Is it the next morning, or is it still night? It's okay. like early, early morning. Marcus just gave up. Yeah, first thing mm-hmm. in the morning, Min's down on in Kendra's living room uh, at the table, re- trying his best to reassemble the bones that they found in like the right order. And he has the spirit board with him. So Marcus and Min are both awake very early. Parad, we've learned, is a heavy sleeper. Is he still asleep at this point? What time is it? It's very early. It's like probably like five, five, six in the morning. Yeah, he's up. He's up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's he doing? Um, I'd say he's just thinking. Okay. Just sitting in a corner, mm-hmm. pondering. Yeah. Previous day's events. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Artrilla was downstairs. So as everybody came down, did you just kind of wake up? Yeah, I think the dog would have woke up and wanted okay. to go out. And so I'm actually upstairs preparing for the day. Okay. I have to get gorgeous first. Um, <laughs> when you woke up, uh, Kendra, Kendra was actually up before all of you, and she was downstairs sitting in the in the room. And Old River was, put, you know, had his head on her lap. And she was just petting him. So I would have been woken up even more because I wasn't on him sleeping. He oh. was my pillow. <laughs> okay. So he would have woke me up. So okay. I've probably been up as long as Kendra's been so up. So you're a, you're a light, yeah. very light sleeper then? Well, when your dog is your pillow, yes. <laughs> Clonk. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe he was very gentle with you. I don't know how he can move without my head hitting the floor. So So you were up. Yeah, and you're getting ready. I imagine I'm up. Yeah. So she's she she was up, and and, and you when you woke up, you you looked at her, and she she looks to be doing a little better, like you think the the day before the the long night's rest, and just and then maybe having the dog as well is just kind of brightening her spirits. You just notice this. Do you give her her space? Yeah, I think okay. I would have said good morning. I would think I would have said something about you know she looks a lot better. Okay. Looks a lot better this morning, Kendra. And then thank you. You know, maybe offer to cook breakfast for a change because okay. she's been our hostess for so long. So okay. Um, and Lyra, is Lyra up? I know Lyra has probably been just kind of turning in her bed, preparing to get up. Not exactly out of her room yet. Okay. So it's a little little early for Lyra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit. <laughs> so. I want to go back to. I just wanted to see what everybody was doing, you know, because it is pretty early. But I'm going to go back to Marcus and Min at the the board, and so let's let's tune in there, and see what's happening. All right. So Marcus mm-hmm. approaches, mm-hmm. and Min is Min is doing what again? He's trying to rearrange the bones to make them look like how they, how they were set in life. He's doing the best he can, but I think he has limited knowledge on how they all work in fact he probably asked him marcus do you know where this one goes (laughs) (laughs) do you have to manhandle that man's bones i thought he'd be more comfortable if they were sitting right when i talked to him you could be a bit more respectful about it i'm being gentle maybe put on gloves i'm being gentle (laughs) (laughs) nasty (laughs) <laughs> Why are you so grouchy this morning? Uh, I had a rough night. And he uh, talks, or he asks him, what are you planning to do with that, the, the planchette? Oh, I wanted to ask him how he died. Interesting. Well, I know how he died. He was killed. I want to find out more. I thought having his bones nice and comfy for him to visit would... The polite thing to do. 
You really think that just because we have his body, he's going to he's going to show up here? It's worth a shot. I mean, I have a favor to ask. What's that? I know that Lyra said we can only use that spirit plant shit at minimum once a day. Or maximum once a day. Uh-huh. And I I need to I have a question I need to ask the professor. Uh-huh. Can I use it? <laughs> you really uh-huh. have to spell it out for men. Uh-huh. Like, no. Oh, you meant now. Oh. No, I had it first. <laughs> you really going to be a child about this? Then, like, looks at himself. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have come downstairs by now and caught a little bit of that conversation. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure whose side I want to take, though. Uh, Marcus, who do you want to talk to? I have a personal question to ask Petrus. And Min, why won't you let him use the board? Because I want to find out how our friend died. Hmm. I think we need to vote. Because we only get to use the board once a day. I don't think we should just decide ourselves who gets to use it. Okay, but my vote counts as two because I had it first. <laughs> I don't think that's the way it works, little Min. That's exactly how it works. Erastian rules. I think I'll go cook breakfast now and wait for the others to come down. Mm-hmm. Is it... Heaven. Is it that you can use the board to talk to one spirit at a time? Yes. Once a day? Okay. Mm-hmm. You get a maximum use of one a day. Mm, good question. So, she wanted to know if we could use it once to talk to two spirits. At a time? Yeah. No. Okay. You can't call two to come in the room no. at the same time? Mm-mm. Like put them on a conference call? <laughs> Yeah. That's not how that's not how spirit board works. Darn it. <laughs> Just as lame as how you can't hold hands while holding the stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty lame. It has to work for two people. Paizo, change your rules. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Marcus. One of these days, I'm actually going to learn a handy spell called Speak with Dead, maybe. And when I do, you can have the board. Oh, wait. I come back in the room. I just remembered. Why don't we ask the dog? Maybe the dog knows a little bit about it. I can ask him for a minute. And then that way Marcus can use the board. Oh, yeah. I forgot you could do that. I only have one minute, so you better think of good questions. I appreciate that, Ultra. You're welcome, Marcus. I go <sighs> back to the kitchen. It's almost strange. Let you, let you choose. I guess it's it's funny. Why is They're, it almost strange? <laughs> I want to know why it's strange. Oh, it's like you and Marcus working together like that. It's just because little man irritates me. <laughs> yes. If not, I was just going to lie to him, send him outside, and lock the door. <laughs> I can't figure him out, so he bugs me. So I'll do anything to ruffle his feathers. Uh, I guess that makes sense. So sad, though. I spent the entire morning arranging these. And then you look at the table, and it's like the heads at the feet, and the feet are at the top of the neck. <laughs> all right, I all right. I worked so hard. <laughs> no wonder Marcus is upset. The pelvis is backwards. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Min has no ranks in knowledge anatomy. Uh, little man, I think you ought to let Lyra try to put those together. I think a cleric who's maybe buried a few people might know a little bit more. Yeah, maybe we let you. the priest handle the dead. Priestess. <laughs> you really don't want to test me right now. I'm walking out of the room. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> testing him. <laughs> I'm back in the kitchen cooking again. <laughs> Still don't know why you're so grouchy. <laughs> Did Lyra have anything? I kind of saw you just like perk up for a second like you were going to say anything. Was Lyra going to do anything? Well, there? at that point, I mean, I'm... You know, tricing down the stairs. I'm not really... I missed all of that. Okay, so you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I can see that, you know, there's bones on the table in a rye. And then Marcus <laughs> is just kind of like, ah, the board, I want the board, you know. Lyra, they <laughs> said obvious. you should handle these. <laughs> okay. So can I just roll, like, a heel check and see if I can stick that together and if that helps with anything? Wait, um, is that going to do something for the dog? What's it? When are we going to talk to the dog? I can talk to the dog. Can you right. talk to the dog? No. <laughs> oh. Without I don't know. Bones. Whenever I feel like, whenever Min gets his questions mm-hmm. together, because he only has one minute of mm-hmm. questions. Well, I only had two, maybe three questions. But somebody else might have had some. So. You're not the only one in the party, little Min. <laughs> so do you, do you want to roll a heel check on the body? You might be able to find out a little bit more information on the yeah. skeleton itself. 
Yeah. Okay, roll health check. 19. You can tell that by looking at the skull of this skeleton that this is a human. Okay. Um, wow. Wow. Hey. Hey. For it takes it takes a college degree to be able to do that. Okay. Them's right. <laughs> Them's are people bones. Especially when there's like what a bajillion different races in this world. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I, but it's, I it's obvious. It's I mean, like, like come the half orcs have discernible tusks, and the half elves. Okay, half elves would be a little bit hard to. It's like it's like telling a man and a and a woman apart. Like it, it takes a college degree yeah, to true. be able to do that. He's so. right. <laughs> GM logic, okay? okay. Not GM logic. <laughs> trying to justify that nursing degree logic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I paid twenty thousand hey, dollars for that thing. For I'm that. gonna gonna I'm gonna it. use that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you could tell that that the bones are are human, and uh, you know once again you're able to discern that that this was foul play and they you know you can tell that they were the limbs were chopped viciously it almost looks like an axe or a hatchet or something just chopped these these body parts apart and then they were and it, presumably to be able to stuff them into the burlap sack Oh, and no. then be buried in the forest. He was attacked by the insane clown posse. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell if there's any in the foul play? Was can I tell if there was uh, any magic used? No, there was no magic okay. used. It just looks like brute force trying to. Um, you're old. You're old. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. While examining the skull a little further. Um. You're able to see that some of the teeth on the right side are missing, but and it's 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 uncharacteristic because the rest of the teeth, you know, look halfway decent. Like they're not in perfect shape. This is a farming community. No offense to farmers. <laughs> yeah, nice save there. <laughs> it's a, it's, you they know, it's be older. losing the battle <laughs> against gingivitis. <laughs> uh, but you know, you, you can tell that the teeth are, are in these shapes. So this this row of missing teeth on the bottom jaw is just very uncharacteristic of it, and it looks like something might have happened there as well. So. Like, uh, really quick, are the teeth actually, like, missing, or are they broken? They're, like, broken and, yeah, they're, like, broken. Yeah, like, they could have just been pulled out. That was the question I was getting. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, they're broken. They're broken Mm -hmm. as opposed to just pulled out. And they don't look like they're broken from decay. They look like they're broken from some, like, force An outside force. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and share that information with whoever is there, men and... Marcus. So, you you guys have been able to discern probably all you're going to be able to discern from this human skeleton. And and then, you know, Artrilla's in the kitchen cooking. And is Min still playing with the bones? No, he gave them to Lyra. (laughs) What is he doing? He's waiting to talk to the dog. Okay. Um... So, break, are you done? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, done. you're done cooking breakfast. Let's, yeah, so, I, I asked Lyra if she can please clear the table of the bones <laughs> so we can eat. And uh, uh, somebody call wake Parad up. Parad's up. He's in the corner in the chair thinking. He's been quiet. This I didn't morning. even notice he came downstairs. <laughs> he was so quiet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Max ranks in stealth, yo. <laughs> nice job. So you guys gather around the table to partake of the breakfast that Artrilla cooked for you what did you cook i'm gonna guess something involving pesh <laughs> no i saved that that's for good times those are for the her that's special, for the party those are for special Th- those are her, for her special nighttime yeah. brownies yeah exactly. i would be angry. not for breakfast i would be angry you try to drug us but it's just so enjoyable <laughs> i'm thinking it's like gonna be eggs and stuff because we're out in the farming community yeah. whatever kendra happened to have on okay hand, so yeah so you guys sit around the table, start eating breakfast. Are you guys <sighs> discussing things with each other at breakfast? 
Well, we're all watching Marcus yawn because he's obviously tired because he didn't get enough sleep last night. Yeah, both me and Marcus are yeah. tired as hell. <laughs> like I said, are you guys talking or anything or what's happening during breakfast? Are you guys planning the day? Are you guys planning on what you guys want to do? That's a that's a really good idea. Where do you guys want to go? Would the GM like us to plan what I to do? I would, actually, <laughs> yes. That, that sounds like a good idea, guys. Just saying. I think you should Just plan. Saying. I think you should plan, guys. Um... <laughs> Hey, Perrault, do you know what's going on down here? Have any, has anybody caught you up with what's going on? I've been listening morning? the whole time. Oh, I forgot you were down in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, men, do you have your questions? Yeah. What do you think we should do first? Talk to the professor or figure out these bones? I want to talk to the dog. I do thought I said that. I'm getting other people's opinion, little men. Figure out. <laughs> then why are you asking me? Figure out what you can from the dog first. All right. Does anybody else have any questions for the dog? Because we only have one minute. Mm. So if you have another question, have it ready. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, men. Okay. So you guys call over. Old River. Old River. Old River, come here. And he, le he, he like, begrudgingly leaves Kendra. He doesn't. He likes me. <laughs> <laughs> he felt comfortable, though. Oh, true. I, I just want to talk to you for a minute, Old River. And then we'll let you go back to Kendra. I can see that you're enjoying her company quite a bit. And she's enjoying yours. Let me know when you start the spell. Okay, little man, go ahead. He's ready for you to ask him a question. All right. And time. Okay. What was your master's name? Oh, shoot. That is Stop not, time. That does not count against our time. <laughs> oh, that I got to look GM error does sorry, not sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, here we go. Barnes. Barnes. Who, Barnes. Who killed Barnes. him? And he's like whimpering. Gibbs. Gibbs. Why? Hey, wait a minute. Didn't we meet a Gibbs? Yeah. Not now. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, little man. Keep asking. Why? Fighting. That's specific. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, how d are you Gibbs's friend, Barnes? Or was Gibbs and, and Barnes friends, Old River? Brothers. And he's like crying while he's talking to you. I'm done. Was that your master bonds, Old River? Yes. I'm so sorry. Does anybody else have questions? Do you, does he know what they were arguing about? No. When was this time? Mm. Sorry, Lyra. I just felt bad for him. It's not your fault. It's Spencer's fault. <laughs> it is not my fault. <laughs> it's all God's fault. <laughs> she totally caught me off guard. <sighs> do you have a hero card? Uh, me? Yeah, do you have a hero card? <laughs> no. Good. So you're not going to get one ever for that comment. <laughs> so he. Uh, I'm going to give him a big hug, rub him a little bit, comfort him a little bit, send him back to Kendra. Okay. Because he obviously needs that. So he goes back to Kendra. And Thanks for your help, Old River. You can tell that the two of them are just really hitting it off. I think we need to make a trip to the sheriff at some point today, mates. But I'm sure Marcus wants to go next. Yeah? Yeah. I... And if it's not too much to ask, I would like to do this alone. Oh. Can you hold a, a seance-type communication with the spirit board by with yourself? one person? Yeah. Fine. But... As you've seen already, can be dangerous. I'll go outside. So you go outside and you notice wait, that the, the rain has cleared. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Uh, before I leave... Uh, no, I'm, I just went outside. Nobody else. Well, I'm assuming we're all going to leave because no. that was his request. Um, but before anyone leaves, I want to mm -hmm. make sure you all hear this. I tell Marcus, tell him Sheeza says hi. Sheeza? Sheeza. Sheeza. Okay. I'll try to Are work that into outside? my question. Are you heading outside? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm following you now. <laughs> You've got my curiosity. I'm wondering, what? where is Marcus going to do this? Are you going to take it to your room? Because Kendra's, you know, that's right. Is Kendra's she going to leave her room? own house? She's sitting there with the dog, content. He'll, he'll take it upstairs if he has to. She sees you carrying the board, and she just kind of looks at you. Uh, Marcus? Yes. Please be careful. I always am. 
Where's Min? <laughs> I didn't hear where you went. <laughs> Min is walking outside. Oh. Didn't so, tell anybody where he was going. <laughs> where are you going? A <laughs> uh, couple of things. I'll go. I'll tell you when it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like we're doing this in shifts. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's outside, and I'll just kind of set the the scene outside. But you know, the, the rain is cleared. It's still kind of cloudy. It's just passing. It's still passing. But I mean, it was a heavy, heavy, heavy storm. And, uh, like, once again, you notice the river is just very full. The banks are swelling with water. And there's huge puddles in the road. And uh, the people are, that are outside, roll with me a perception check. A, a d20, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> Ten. Okay. Fourteen. Ten. Parad, did you want to roll that? What are we rolling? Again? Perception. Oh my Perception. goodness. <laughs> Perception. Okay. Sixteen. Parad's the only one that notices, but he looks up. He's just kind of looking around, you know, doing his typical slayer thing when he's, you know, observing the land and surveying things. And he looks up at the prison, and you know, the rest of the town looks you know, normal, the clouds are, are parting, and, they're, you know, they're, it's it, not a lot of sunlight because it's still kind of early. It's like 8, 8 o'clock, so, you know, the sun's coming up, and, and uh, so, you know, but you look up at the prison, and it's just abnormally dark and gloomy. Like, it, it just doesn't sit right with you, but you're the only one that notices this. So it's up to you whether you want to like point that out or if you, you want know, to keep it to yourself okay so you share it with the rest of the party yeah i don't know if you guys have noticed but doesn't it seem rather gloomy today not particularly right here what are you thinking of for the town it just seems dark no but the town seems normal at the prison <laughs> that's what i, I said. was gonna say did you not catch that yeah, that's what he said the prison is gloomy. The Whatever. prison is gloomy and the town is normal. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Parad. <laughs> I was trying to help difference. you back. No, it's not. <laughs> They're right next to each other. Who rolled a 16 and who yeah. rolled a 10? Who rolled a 16? <laughs> They're right next to each other. It's very easy to confuse them. <laughs> My 10 intelligence it says so. <laughs> <laughs> it does look a little gloomier over there by the prison. Is that what you meant, Parade? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Wonder why. So, other than that, just, you know, very ominous and spooky up there. So, back inside the house, we view the scene of Marcus sitting on his bed spirit board in hand well on his lap with the oculus in his hand do you light any candles um he reignites the one that was on his dresser that's probably burned down to a stub so a single stub of a candle is lit well doesn't he have windows in his room <laughs> he has a window yeah but okay. it's it's still you know it's the sun is oh, coming up right. so it's, it's still kind of, still kind of dark kind of gloomy well I don't hold much stock with this, but here goes. Petrus, I need to speak with you. And he places both of his hands on the, the spirit board uh, thing. <laughs> the <laughs> Oculus. The <laughs> Oculus, yes. The, the pull on it is faint at first, but oh. you feel something. Holy crap, this thing actually works. Go ahead. I need to know. Why did you bring me here? You've met me one time. And what what made you think you could trust me? I just... I want to know why I'm here. And it slowly moves. And it spells out... Good. On the board. That's, uh... Thanks. <laughs> it makes you think I'm good. You don't. You don't know me. I, 
One time in a tavern doesn't make you trust a man. It's it's very faint. It, it's not like it was the other day. And you don't know if it's anything to do with your skepticism or you, you don't you don't know for certain circumstances be what they are, but it, you know, it, it's just kind of wavering and you can see it go over a couple letters, a J, an N, and just kind of hovers above the letters. Alright. You brought me here because you think I'm good? Yes. Well, this was a bust. <laughs> I'm not everything you think I am, Petros. Mm. I'm a liar, cheater by trade. Would you trust someone like me? And it... It just kind of hovers for a second. The same thing that you were getting when he said, I don't know. Like when you guys were talking to him the first time. Well, she says hello. And he lets go of it. Let's go of the board. You know what? I'm going to give you a hero card. Yeah! <laughs> I'm just gonna pull one out at random for you. Let's see. The liar. That <laughs> is perfect. That is, oh, so God. perfect. He just said he was a liar. How funny. I want to get inside the head of Marcus for a second and uh, see what's going on well, up there. Basically, he he asked it. He asked what he wanted to ask mm -hmm. and. It's just the professor trusts him for some reason that even he doesn't know. And it, it really didn't make him feel any better. <laughs> but like he said, well, that was a bust. Yeah. You know, you're like I said, you, you, you're using this board and you put so much faith into the harrow. It's ironic that you're a skeptic of something like this. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting. Um, and you're you're not sure if if that was part of the cause, but you just you compare it to what happened yesterday, and the whole you know it was like flying across the board, tugging on Kendra's hands, and it like it's, at points it looked like she was barely holding on to it, and this was like like almost like an old man holding your hand and guiding the the Oculus across the board. Yeah, someone with freaking uh, Parkinson's. Just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So it, it was Squidward. <laughs> yeah, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very different from from yesterday's uh, seance. Um, you're not exactly sure why. Well, like I said, that was a bust. <laughs> He was hoping for something a little bit more. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know what he was hoping for. He, I don't think he even knows. He just wanted to know. It's interesting. He, you know, he found journal entry, talked to the professor, and he's still not sure why he's there. So, you know, he's had a couple clues, yeah. but I just think that's Marcus as a character. He's a skeptic. He's a skeptic by nature. So very very interesting. Um, we're gonna leave Marcus in the bedroom, holding. I I I, I can I could just feel the defeat on Marcus. Just like oh. I don't know. He's and I can see him like hanging his head on the bed. Just yeah. poor baby. <laughs> he's a little depressed now. I am too, actually. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Lovable GM that I am. Yeah. Way to bring the party down. Okay, so we're cutting back to the others. So, yeah. I want to go to Min. I want to find out what Min's doing. Min had one question for somebody before he left. Okay. Lyra, can I have the bones back? Sure. Thanks. Lyra, why would you do that? What am I going to do with the bones? I think we should take him to the sheriff. I don't think we should give him to little Min. I think the sheriff needs to know about this. It's a crime. I wanted to first ask him questions about other things before we brought the bones to his attention. Oh, I see. Little man, what are you going to do with the bones? 
I'm going to take him to the priest for proper burial. See, Lyra, <laughs> I think we need to be specific with little men. No sense motives on that, really? <laughs> little men. I think we should hang on to the bones before we bury Mom, them. Mom, he you is can full roll, of crap. You can roll a check on him if you don't believe him. That he can roll going a, to the priestess? Yeah, I, don't think I rolled a 21 on my bluff. So roll a sense oh. motive. Roll a With sense what? motive. A d20. D20? Uh-huh. Uh, you're keeping that three. I saw you roll that. <laughs> I didn't roll anything yet. Be quiet. 18. Okay. Yep, 18. What do they get? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> she got worse than me. Did so she we get actually a circumstance bonus? To, why would we be that dumb to think that he's actually going to go to that priest? he said he uh, doesn't trust the priest, I think they should get like a circumstance bonus to that. Little, little known fact, Min has the childlike feet that gives him a bonus on oh, his Oh, that's blood. right. So we, you just, actually look As long as his lie look makes him appear innocent. Yeah, but do I still have to let him go? It's up to you. I don't but know. But you, you believe him. You believe he's going to the priest. Don't I don't. Worry, I'm just. Back. But I'm not sure we should bury the bones yet. Don't you think the sheriff needs to see them? Evidence. Well, shouldn't we let the holy man decide? Or I thought that was important to you people. You are playing the wrong card with them. Yeah, you are because that's. I don't. I didn't trust that father as much as Marcus did. Yeah, like this. Marcus is the only person this would work on. I don't, I don't know if the father's a good choice. I don't know if I trust him completely as Marcus did. Min, don't you want to find out more about the bones? What if the sheriff can tell us more about the bones? Just let me borrow them for a little bit. Will you bring them back? Maybe, maybe the father knows how to speak with dead. Will you bring them back? Sure. Don't let the father bury him. I won't. Whatever you do. I won't. Use your little vuku buku magic whatever on him so that he will release the bones back to us. That's promise? <laughs> promise. There's lots of spooky buku in my plan. Bye. <laughs> All right, then. Okay, so I'm going to, we're splitting the party like big time right now. You got Marcus in, in his bedroom. Min's going where? He's going into town and he's going to do, uh, he's going to, uh, what, what would you make me roll? Diplomacy or perception to Diplomacy? see if he can find out where. Gibbs lives. It would be either knowledge local or yeah. diplomacy. By yourself? Knowledge local. You're knowledge insane. local. Yep. Okay. Uh, wow. Oh. oh wait, I actually don't have knowledge local, oh, so don't? I I need to actually diplomacy can Dipl- be used. Diplomacy to gather then. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll try that then. So he's just asking random people in the street. Twenty-three. Do you want to role play it at all, or do you just want me to give he's, it to you? He just wants to like. He he's just gonna go to like public areas and see if he can listen and find and hear from pick up from what they're saying where Gibbs li- or the general direction where Gibbs lives. Okay, and you just you kind of pick up on these subtle cues. You know he's a farmer, so that kind of points you in the right direction. People talk about where the farms are located. Uh, you know, like the south end of town. It's only been a couple days since the the funeral, so rumors are still going around about the confrontation and Petros being a necromancer, so you pick up on that as well. Like, people whispering about, uh, you know, Gibbs and where, where he lives, and, and you just kind of get the, the, the general idea. He's in the south, and he lives in, a, like, a, literally a shack. Like, nothing more, nothing fancy. It's just a shack on a farm. And so, do you make your way over in that direction? Yeah, he goes, as soon as he knows where it is, he goes right to the shack. Okay. And uh, you approach. Are you sneaking? Are you stealthing? Yeah, he's stealthing in. Roll a stealth check. Wow. Uh, 20. You are on fire tonight, my friend. He's very determined to make this work. So you sneak up to the farm, and it's just dilapidated. Roll a perception check on the farm itself. Uh, 20. 20? Exactly? Exactly 20. Very nice. Okay, so you're looking around the farm. I, I imagine you're stealthing through, checking things out. And, and uh, you know, before you before you even enter, there's a, a sign at, up above. Like, like, you know, a classic arch fence around the farm. And it says, Hephaenis Farm. But several letters are missing. And, and like, all the wood is just 
you know, at one point was probably painted very nice, and it's, like, dilapidated now. So it's a dump. It's a dump. Like, the farm is, you notice that the farm is still functioning. He's still growing crops. They don't look that great. Like, you compare it to other farms. Other farms look like they're using good fertilizer and things like that, and their crops look, you know, appetizing, like, right there. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Other farms look like they're actually putting good poop in their ground. <laughs> Tis true. Okay. True. Sorry. True. Sorry. I have the mind of a 12 That's year old. That's high grade cow manure. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, the other farms look more tended to than Fennis Farm. And, you know, this this one, like I said, still functioning, but just dilapidated and, and you know, could be a lot better. So you, you, you get the feeling... This at one point used to be a very happy place, and now is not. So, what are you doing in the farm? Are you scoping things out? Are you? Is he did was that perception high enough to tell me if Gibbs was home or not? It doesn't look like he is. Min lets himself and TikTok inside. Okay, so you carrying the bag of bones with him. Sneak in to the house to do what? He well, let... well, let me let me explain. Excuse me, sorry. So you walk in the shack. And just, like, unmade bed, filthy. I mean, it stinks. It smells like a teenage boy's room. Okay? I can tell you, that's nasty. (laughs) It smells like Zachary's room. (laughs) That's nasty. Rude. It's entirely true, but rude. (laughs) Yeah, man. Don't be spreading our dirty laundry on the the airwaves. You might be right, but screw you for guessing right. (laughs) So, a couple pairs of, of muddy... Filthy work boots, clothes just scattered every which way. Boards are, you know, falling off. There's like a like one window is shattered in one of the panes. I mean, this place is just a dump, and it stinks. Does Min find any food? Yes. Min finds a puts together a plate of food and leaves it on the table, and then sits and waits for Gibbs to come home. Well, what are you doing, Min? Waiting for Gibbs to come home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I wish I had followed him. <laughs> um, I feel like this track is too perfect. <laughs> it's called Prey. <laughs> oh, 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 that's good. Uh, so With the rest an e of you, an a. is any is, is anybody doing anything particularly interesting? Because I know this is really big, like really big story part. Is like I and I, I'd like to see what everybody else is doing before. We resolve this. I don't know that I want to get into it. I want to see what Min is doing. <laughs> well, I'm asking because it'll be night when Gibbs gets back. You guys will be back at Kendra's. Now I don't know if I wanted to have followed him. So we're basically cutting away from Min for now. For a second, and- yeah. yep. Yeah. Minu just patiently waits, as still as a doll, I might add. Well, I was going to talk, I was, Artrilla was going to talk to Parad and Lyra and just learn more about them. She feels like she doesn't know anything about any of her companions, really. Okay. And she's just barely getting to. So since we have some time alone, we're outside. Do you want to do, wanna do a few yeah. minutes, ask each other a couple questions, maybe we can that okay? shed some light on the characters? Yeah? Yeah, is that all right? Well, let's take a few minutes right. if you guys want. I, I wanted to start with Parad. Um... I made. Where'd you get that nickname? Nickname? Yeah, you said something to, to Marcus about tell the professor hi from. Shiza. Shiza. My friend, that is no nickname. That is the name of my beloved sister. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to offend. No, you're perfectly <laughs> fine. Why would you say hi from her though? Professor and I. Well, I should say my sister and I came across a professor. A long time ago, and I don't know how how else to put it, but he saved us. The professor saved you? Maybe not in a physical sense, but in a way, yes. How? <laughs> I don't mind prying. I'm a no. <laughs> I need to know things. Dirty pesh head. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> Um, I, I just want to know. I'm curious. I thought I knew the professor, and I'm finding out I don't really know him at all. Well, a long time, long, long time ago, we were traveling. I was doing a job with my sister, who travels with me, and 
he he came across us in the middle of the road. He asked us what we were doing, and I told him I was on a job, and he asked me my profession. I said I was a bounty hunter, and he asked me if I could do a particular job for him when I was finished with my current quest, and I told him I'd be happy to. After I was finished with my quest, uh, we decided to settle down with him for a little while. We lived in his house uh, for about a few months, I'd say. You lived in this house here? Yes. With Kendra and the professor? Yes. How interesting. And through that time, we got to to uh, get to know each other. We got closer, and he became great friends with my sister to the point where we would write him occasionally. You haven't said how he saved you. Well, my sister and I haven't had the best life. We left our hometown when we were very young, and ever since then we have not had any family to call our own. So? I don't have any family, really. I don't understand. Why is that a problem? Well, before we left, we were very close with our family. They were, we were as close as I'd say any family could be. And when we left, it was very devastating. And when we found him, he became basically a second father. To a couple of half-orcs. Yeah, like, just yes. to iterate, is your sister a half-orc too? Yes. Or? Yes. <laughs> Like you're the weird one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be a little honest and kind of go deeper, out out of character. Oh uh, no 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 okay. no don't All don't right. don't All don't. Right. No, stay in character. <laughs> Give stay us some character. Stay in character if you're gonna if you're gonna go deeper. But Fine. I would like to, you know, it it's it brings up a really good point about the professor. He didn't care who you were, where you came from or what the color of your skin was. And Parad is a classic example of how non-judgmental the professor was. You know, he, he, he might have been like, he was, an, he was an old man, and so, you know, he, he might have had a temper, but when it came down to it, he just didn't care. Did the professor have you actually living in the house, or did he put you out in the barn? No, he had us in the house. <laughs> that is so messed up. Why would you ask that? Because it's it's our trailer. Because they're green. Like <laughs> I've been with orcs. I've been with orcs. They don't. They're kind of messy. I mean, I I don't. No offense to you. I mean, what I've seen of you seem like perfectly clean orc, I guess. I haven't really been in your room, but... This just in. Artrilla, <laughs> apparently racist. She's not racist. She's just been with half-orcs. Hey, wait a minute. I got a question for you, then. How come Kendra didn't recognize you if you lived here with the professor? When we first started living here, she was very young. Baby, in fact. Oh, yeah. She won't remember you, then. Those human babies, they don't know anything. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, She's not racist. <laughs> okay, what you need to understand about Atrilla is she thinks gnomes are the best. So, so she's racist. Are lower than her. She, you're like low I key. Guess I do. You're like low key racist. I don't have any of. You are low key gnome I Aryan. It's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you or get rid of you. Oh, it's not like, I just think no, we're better like, than you. You're like low key racist. You're not like the oh those dang half orcs no. need to get. You're, no, you're, I don't think we need to get. You're more like all damn dang half you're, elves you're, are taking all of our Ustalavian jobs. I know this is not true. I do not think, wait a minute. Why don't you talk to me as Parad then? And now, <laughs> go ahead. So I can explain myself. <laughs> go ahead. These two aren't even here. So I want to know what you guys yeah, Shut up, guys. I'm yeah. just saying, you kind of, Stop. you're not that kind of racist, but you're like the kind of racist that accidentally uses phrases like, you people. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right, take it away. Um, so where were we? We I asked you why Kendra didn't recognize you, and you said, because she was a baby. Yes. Um, and I said, oh, yeah, the, those little human babies, they don't know anything. Mm -hmm. They're pretty useless. I wouldn't say useless, but they have a very short attention span, I'll give you that. They, they do nothing. They poop, eat, and cry. Yes. But Not like gnome babies. Have you noticed how much joy they give their parents? Um, joy. Yeah, well, yes, I do see the pleasure. I, I see the humans have pleasure in them. I just don't understand why. Makes no sense to me. That's quite funny. In my travels, I've seen many gnomes who have treasured the, 
the treasure of family. Oh, are you sure about that? It's probably the gnomes in the settlements that you're thinking of. Perhaps you may be right. Yeah, because normally gnomes, no, family is not a big deal. We, we are our own person. We are our own self. We learn and grow by ourselves. I can see your point of view, and I admire that, Atrilla, but in my life, I have learned that family is very important. Family. I just don't understand even a half-orc feeling like that. I know the professor felt that way about Kendra. Puzzles me. At Parade saying that, Marcus is actually done, I'm assuming. You're, you're out of the house now? Yeah, he, okay. he comes down, he's like, he's got his hat off, he's raking his hand back through his hair. Just, well, I can second that. Family is very important, Parade. You don't have family, do you? I did, once. Alright, I'm gonna cut you guys there, and we can finish this in like a part two. Week, no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, 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 waiting how he is sitting on a shelf opposite the door so that he is the first thing Gibbs will see when he walks through and TikTok is perched above him in the rafters that is so creepy a great horned owl is perched in the rafters above with staring with his yellow eyes all right so you you're sitting there waiting and Gibbs you can you can hear something outside it's Rumbling, stomping of fear, and he like gets the door and stops. Me, don't laugh. Me, I actually marched. I actually walked. That's why we cried. It was kind of like Philip put the bones together on the table. And it's called it's called role playing. Okay, I'm really getting into character. Okay, and stops with his mumbling. You can kind of see through the cracks. He kind of shrugs his shoulders. I swear I locked this door when I left. Well, he pushes the door open, enters the shack, sits down on his bed, and begins to take his boots off. He didn't see me? Rolled really low perception. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. Like, crap perception. <laughs> nice catch. I Was it a myself. fumble? <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, he's taking, he's starting to take his boots off, and... You know, get ready for bed. So, what are you doing? Nin signals to TikTok, who kind of flies to the door and slams it. <laughs> Boom! Like, just kind of flies into it and just slams it. <laughs> Does he see Who's me? there? What? And he, he looks over. What? And he, you see he's like visibly enraged right now that somebody's in his house. What are you doing here? And he, like, goes to throw his boot at you. <laughs> Why did you kill your brother, Gibbs? And he stops as he's about to throw it. Who the hell are you? Me first. Why did you kill your brother, Gibbs? And he dumps the bag of bones on the floor in front of him. Uh, you dump the bones, they clatter <laughs> on the floor on the dilapidated wood floor, Gibbs looks at the bones, visibly shaken by his crime brought to life again. And Min sees the look on his face and it's like he's replaying that moment in his head. Where did you find these? I said, me first. Why did you kill your brother, Gibbs? And the plate of food that Min left purposely on the table rots in front of him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh. And he's like, he, you know, typical Ustalavian, like superstitious. He pees his pants. <laughs> That's typical Ustalavian. <laughs> I'm so superstitious, I have to pee my pants. Right He's now. terrified. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, the typical Ustalavian is that he's extremely superstitious. 
and this whole thing happening right now is terrifying, terrifying him. Okay. So he pees his pants right in front of Min and just like starts freaking out, starts throwing things, and he's missing you. He's not really hitting. He's not really aiming for anything. He's just like throwing a tantrum, basically. He's probably trying drunk. To <laughs> get you out of his house, and he appears drunk. So what? What do you do? I didn't! I didn't kill him! Get out of my house! Old River tells a different story, Gibbs. And again, he just stops. That damn dog. I knew I should have killed him. I'm gonna kill you! We'll see you next week. (laughs) My gosh. Come and see us next week. See how Min handles the evil in the barn.